Hey guys, it is Jordan. Before we get to the podcast, I wanted to let you guys know that we have officially launched our community platform. All you gotta do is click the link in the description where it says community platform, and I will give you a tour. Also today, this whole week, we're doing a series called Hero to Fired. Today we have Angela on who just lost her job out of New York. We're gonna get into it all. We got Ross to boss. We have Angela. This is the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Welcome everybody again to another episode of Speak Truth Without Fear. The crowd is going a little bit wild out here lately. Let's just listen Oh my God, it's just such an unbelievable moment. Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the the crowd, let's go Brandon. Definitely sounds like let's go Brandon only. (laughs) (laughs) She's, hold on, hold on. Can I do this again? I love that there's two very clear... F Joe Biden's right before she tries to act like that's not Literally. what they're saying. Let's just rewind that. Hit play right. on that again. We gotta do this again. We gotta... Brandon, you also told me, as you can hear the chants from the the crowd. <laughs> that's the, that's the Let's clearest... go, Brandon. Brandon, you told me you were gonna. <laughs> that's the clearest F word at the beginning of that ever. And she paused, <laughs> she and then did. it happened. So there's no way. Like it's literally like everybody's watching yellow eggs come out, and she's like, boom. <laughs> Yep, a blue egg, another blue egg. <laughs> and everybody's just like, uh, that's definitely that yellow. That is definitely yellow. Nope, that is blue. No, it's yellow. It is definitely yellow. That, dude, that is so funny. I was watching that, and again, the biggest meme right now online is just straight. Let You just see everywhere you go, let's go, Brandon. I saw this one meme where it says F. Joe Biden on the, the screen with when the guy has his glasses off. I mean, glasses on, and he takes off his glasses, and then it says, let's go, Brandon. He puts his glasses back on and goes back to F. Joe Biden. Oh, my goodness, dude. I was crying watching that. So good. Anyways, but I mean, that is what the media is. I mean, it's like, let's go, Brandon. Inflation's really high. Let's go, Brandon. Border crisis. Let's go, Brandon. Oh, my goodness. This is wild. But anyways, real quick, welcome to the Speak Truth Without Fear podcast. Welcome. Hope you guys enjoyed that intro. Um Man, a lot was going down, but before we get into it, speaktruthwithoutfear.com, put in your email. We had our first um, new member kickoff last night for our community platform, which was incredible. Man, it's so much fun getting to talk to. We had about we had 35 people there last night, our first one ever. If you don't know what we're talking about, we have a new community platform, which you can get more information at speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Just click the community tab and then hit community recap at the drop down and check it out. Anyways, Ross the boss, bro. Um, First of all, how was your weekend? We got plenty to talk about, obviously. Yeah, I mean, shoot. Which category do you want to pick, right? <laughs> it's so easy to just come on these things and talk about everything that seems to be dumb. You know, today I was arguing with a uh, social justice warrior. Oh, God. 
that loved Rage Against the Machine and everything like two, three years ago or whatever. It has anarchy written all over their car and stuff like that. And then they're just they cannot understand why somebody would not want the government to be able to control the population. What's inserted into the population's blood. And I'm <laughs> like, great. Like you just forsook everything that you used to stand for like a week ago. Like, do you understand why the government can be dangerous? Can we at least admit that they can? Yep. He's like, no. It's like, all right. I mean, I don't know, dude. What's up with you? I mean, we just, I mean, for me, it's really been focusing around this community platform, man. Um, It's been really cool to hear the stories. You guys wait till I show up on this platform, everybody. Yeah. All the listeners out there, you're going to be like, I got in to speak truth to that fear. And (laughs) then I realized that Ross had his own corner. (laughs) No, it's it's been great, man. Uh, We did a soft launch, obviously, last week. We have 70 members to start. We're getting all the kinks out. Um, But the stories that are coming in, because one of the first that we give everyone a new member challenge when they first get in and they basically tell, you know, their story and how they got, you know, what what they're passionate about when it comes to the country. And uh, I mean, one lady, I believe her name was Maureen. She shared it where when in 2016, she was crying when Trump got elected because she literally thought that she was going to die, that he was going to ruin the country and then 2020 happened and then the the lockdowns and she said that completely changed everything she ended up voting for trump in 2020 then she realized the election was stolen she realized everything that she was told and everything she believed she was a lie she found our podcast and our show started listening to us we became her news and that is why she joined the platform because now she's living in Hawaii. She's the, she doesn't know any conservatives. She's going through – I mean, Hawaii is like mini California over there. Um, and she's looking for like-minded individuals, which is the number one thing that everyone is talking about. I mean, I've, I've said this on, the, on multiple lives. We did a survey last week, 2,000 people, and 1,700 of them said the number one thing they are desperate for, they need, and this is why we created the community in the first place, is – meeting other like-minded individuals that you can share resources, share information. Um, so I'm really excited about it. I mean, we're still in this beta launch, but and that's not what this podcast is going to be about today. Um, but last night we had our new member kickoff, and we had 35 of the new members that just signed up. We were in a Zoom together. You got to meet with them. We went into breakout rooms after it. Yep, that was toward, fun. Wasn't that cool? Like, you go in these breakout rooms, and you're in a room with four or five other people that you've never met before face-to-face in this virtual room, and saying, hey, what are you passionate about? Why are you interested in politics? Or, and it, it, if you notice, it's not even about politics anymore. It's about freedom. It's like we're losing our jobs now. And we're going to be uh, bringing on in a little bit Angela, who um, just recently lost her job out of New York uh, because of these mandates. And we posted her story a couple of days ago on our page. I mean, these are real people, real stories. And this isn't just like, oh, you know, these policies don't affect anyone. No, we're talking to people and they're losing their livelihood. They're, they've dedica- dedicated their entire life to this career, and now they're losing their licenses. They don't get their pension anymore. It's just, dude, it's maddening. Yeah, absolutely it's, it's absolutely maddening. evil. It is. At the end of the day, that's what's happening. It's like somebody was trying to tell me earlier that they didn't think the vaccine was forced, and I was like, so let me, let me ask you a question. If a man comes up to a woman and says, sleep with me or you're, or you're going to get fired, is it rape? <laughs> or does he have to physically hold her down? Wow. Like, what's, what's the line? Great point. And it's like, okay, it was against their will. It's not what they wanted. And you did it anyway. 
Exactly. And for the group that has been crying about governmental overreach and harming minority populations to completely ignore this large of an infraction on such a large scale is just it perfectly points out why you should never give a rip about anything that they have to say on that side of the aisle right now, because it's not congruent with itself. Exactly. No, it's, it's so true, man. And uh, we've been talking about becoming citizen journalists over this last two weeks, recording, shaming people, <laughs> shaming communism. And uh, that's why I'm excited to have Angela on today. We're going to bring her on in about 20 minutes, but uh, we got plenty to talk to before we do. So pl talk about before we do. Um, I mean, speaking of this, just the insanity. I mean, well, one, let's, let's talk about this Project Veritas leak. Oh, yeah. It, I don't know if you guys heard it. I'm going to play, play the clip so we can hear exactly. But what you're about to listen to, this to me is the number, it's the biggest leak, hands down. Hands down that James and his team has done. Um, and I love the work that they're doing because number one, they don't just, I mean, they got people in Johnson & Johnson. They got them in the HHS. Now, last night's was specifically about, about Pfizer, which, I mean, you have three different scientists all say the same thing. That natural immunity is stronger and better than the vaccine. You have their own scientists. And how many times I've had people on Twitter and social media, you're not, a, are you a scientist? Are you a scientist? It's like, well, Pfizer scientists just told us three different, <laughs> yeah. three of them, yeah, that three. natural immunity, which I'm not, again, good for them. Because when you go to the CDC website, we talked about this on the last podcast. We read the natural immunity description on the CDC.gov website, and it says that natural immunity is sometimes is mostly, oftentimes, uh, lifelong. This is science, and you have their own scientists. But because the camera was off, they thought they actually told the truth. And, it's uh, so, so funny, this, this scenario is like, the scenario that we're experiencing, right, with what we are and are not allowed to say is very similar to being in the classroom with a teacher that you know is wrong and you can prove it. And the whole class sees you be like, uh, but here's five reasons that's not true. And then the teacher's like, we're going to move on, everybody. And you're like, no, 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 no. hang on, hang on. That, that, everybody in here, he just said that you're evil if you're white. So raise your hand if that seemed a little bit dumb to you first. <laughs> okay, awesome. That's 30% of you. To the other percent of you, what if he said you're evil if you're black? Would that have been dumb? Great. So everybody agrees this was dumb. So a teacher, <laughs> you know, it's like if, if, if you're not allowed to leave the argument, you know what I'm saying? Like clearly the CDC says this, this says this. It's so dumb that every day we have to figure out what we're allowed to say yep. based on what the public, based on what the current administration and the current mainstream media narrative is. And yep. if it hasn't caught up to us yet, which usually takes like two months, then we're not allowed to say it. It's, it's so true. And we're, we're about to play this recording, which now has been deleted off of Instagram. They're suppressing this because this, this is poking the bear. This, let's, let's play it real quick. When somebody is naturally immune, like they got COVID, um, they probably have better, like not better, but more antibodies against the virus. So your antibodies are probably better at that point than the vaccination. But don't take his word for it. Two other Pfizer scientists echoed So this. first of all, did you guys hear that? He yeah. said... He didn't yeah. want to say the word better, but he just said more instead, which <laughs> he said more. In my opinion probably means better. <laughs> yeah, he he said natural immunity, natural the antibodies are 
effort. He was about to say better. He's like more longer lasting than, than the vaccine itself. So that's scientist number one. Let's go to scientist number two. Two other Pfizer scientists echo the same sentiment. We're like bred and taught to be like, vaccine is safer than, than actually getting COVID. You cannot like talk about this in public. If you have antibodies built up, like you should be able to prove that you have those built up. So I mean, well protected? Yeah. Like as much as the vaccine? Probably more. You're probably more. Probably more. Probably, I'm play it again. This is just what these are Pfizer scientists, everybody. Like as much as the vaccine? Probably more. You're protected most likely for longer since it was a natural response. I still feel like I work for like an evil corporation. Our organization is run on COVID money now. I feel like I work for a evil corporation. Our company is run by COVID money now. Ding, 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 ding. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> if, there was a, if there was a one minute clip that anybody needed to watch to confirm that everything we've said for the last year is yes. absolutely accurate. Yes. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to that. Because it just happened. We were right the whole time. Dude. I mean, we've been saying this. It's about <laughs> if you listen to that and still think it's about your health. Come on, guys. Natural immunity. How I don't know the answer to this question. How much, Ross? I mean, just give me a, a low guesstimate. How much of this nation has had COVID already? A third, maybe more. A third. Okay. So let's say. Yeah, let's say let's say a third to half of this nation. I'm probably thinking maybe even be more. Um, has had COVID, has natural immunity, and then you have what? Supposedly, sixty percent or seventy percent of the nation has been vaccinated. Why is it still spiking? And it's interesting because I talked to someone yesterday that oh, that was actually in our that was actually in our new member challenge or new member. Um, kickoff and they said you know i i was i had covid i got tested a year and a half later just recently and i am still have the antibodies where it's very interesting that if you get the vaccine you have to get what what do you call those shots a booster shot booster with every six to nine months again guys we know um but if you still, if, if you still think that this is about your health, these mandates and firing our heroes is still about your health. I want you to listen to this next clip. A good friend of mine, Christian Walker, which I'm sure you guys all know, or a lot of you guys do. Herschel Walker's son. Herschel Walker's son, and he's a, he's a big uh, you know, personality on Instagram. And he's actually going to be talking about this tonight on Fox News, on the Laura Ingram channel on Fox News. He, I'm just going to read this tweet and I'm going to play the audio. All my classes are online. I don't step on campus. I've already paid $70,000 for my classes. We are a week now into classes and my university just called me to tell me they are dropping my classes if I don't report them about vaccination. How is this about health when I'm in school at home? 
Let's listen to this. Dropping students after they've already paid for classes if they don't He's upload their the phone vaccination call. status. And and you're calling to tell me you will drop. You're calling to tell me you will drop my classes after we've already paid seventy thousand dollars for the year if I don't upload something about my vaccine status when all my classes are online. That's what the call's about. Correct. Got it. Thank you. <laughs> tell me. I mean, Ross, we got Christian, which they they barked up the wrong tree with christian because this dude is about to expose them and this yeah, and he's black and gay so nobody can discount <laughs> what he's saying right off the he, bat from the left he's black he's gay. i mean like should have picked somebody else anybody you should have picked a white normal guy because <laughs> then you could just say he's kkk or whatever they say uh, exactly but again you know nowadays you have the la times that's going to call larry elder the the white the white the, face the, yeah, white, yeah the, uh, white supreme is the black He's the face black of white, of white, white supremacy. supremacy. <laughs> <laughs> but they what? completely ignored Justin Trudeau, who actually did blackface. <laughs> Dude, He's the black face of white supremacy, Dude. killing Native Americans by the boatload under buildings and all this nonsense, bro. Like, it doesn't matter. It's it's beyond clown world. But yeah, yeah. So, what kind of sense does that make? You're not allowed to. You're not allowed to take your online classes unless you're vaxxed. Even though yep. you're 100% online, you've already paid 70 grand. Dude, talk uh, about the fattest lawsuit humanly possible. <laughs> Literally. Christian just became a millionaire. <laughs> he probably, yeah. Well, the thing that sucks for them is he probably already is, if he isn't already. Um, and he comes from, I mean, his dad is Herschel Walker. They got oh, lawyers. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They've yeah. got lawyers. So this isn't someone that they're just, he's just going to be like, Oh man, this sucks. This is really sad, and you know, whine about it on social media. No, he is going to take action. Um, he's going. So on they Fox. got lawyers already, right? Oh, dude, they. Oh yeah, this, you know, this... you know, eight people took that pro bono as soon as they heard it. Yep. And the and dude, that whoever the guy who was getting paid fourteen fifty an hour to make those calls for the last seven days, who was supposed to do it. <laughs> He was probably bored of his job, annoyed, and then when he was put perfectly into a situation, so you're calling me to tell me that I have to do this after I paid you, even though it's all online, right? <laughs> That's correct. Thank you. That was a million-dollar answer because you were lazy and bored and didn't want to answer in the politically correct way. Literally, bro. Literally. Um, it's the world we live in. And Yippee-ki-yay. I, I, I mean, and it makes no sense because you had Gavin Newsom today tweeted, or yesterday, California continues to lead the nation with the lowest COVID cases rate um, as in any state possible co comparing to the CDC moderate transmission category. And he posts this picture where it's, you know, the rest of the country is red and California is the only one that's yellow based off the CDC. But interesting enough, if that's the case, then why are, we st why are they still in a state of emergency? Why are they still, still masking their children? Why are they still... They're now going at, they're mandating this jab. And again, it's, this is the clown world we live in. If you think this is about health and you have a student that is doing school <laughs> from home, school from home, and they're requiring the vaccine, like, tell me how this makes sense. Make it make sense. It doesn't. Um, and this, this, this is, this is wild. 
Um, you, and then you, have, yeah, I uh, think they're starting to be at the level of annoying people at their doorsteps now. So I think you're going to see conservatives getting off the couch everywhere in the country in the next month and a half. 100%. Now you're, you are, you're they're going to try to do annoying crap about Christmas probably, you know, or maybe they've realized they've lost the entirety of public support at this point. Like, look, people are not going to go down into like the thing that is guaranteed not going to happen is if you were like, guys, we really need to lock down. Like everybody's not going to be like, oh, okay. And right. then do it better than they did for the first 15 days to slow the spread. It is not humanly possible for people to give a crap at this point more than they did at first. So if they try to do that, it's not going to work. So since it won't work, if they implement it anyway, it is for one reason. And that is to hurt uh, something because it doesn't, it doesn't help. So it only hurts. Yeah. And, and and nothing is making sense, um, but we heard what so Fauci, we heard what Fauci said this past week. He Are we to allowed to do Christmas together? Okay. <laughs> I just can't really say yet if that's going to be possible for everybody. That's we are, we're working out the details, and it just feels like, dude. So I'm not going to see you with your family, right? Exactly. We celebrated Christmas last year. What are they talking about? You're saying you're telling us that 70% of the nation is vaccinated. You know, almost half the nation ha went through COVID and has natural immunity and you're telling us Mr. Lord Fauci Farquad Lord Fauci is telling us he doesn't know if we're allowed to spend Christmas with our family. Dude, what planet is this? I just, I just don't know if it's safe. It's hard oh to tell. God. It's hard. It's like, to no, tell. it's not hard to tell. No. And, and again, the only people that will not be spending Christmas together will be literally the lefties that probably don't believe in God and don't celebrate Christmas because they think it's an evil holiday. Right. Uh, That's um, okay. And that's okay. Yeah, that is okay. That's okay. They were uh, gonna have a rainbow-colored, uh, a rainbow-colored, uh, what do they call it? A manger, a yellow, a yellow a color, a, with a, a rainbow-colored manger with, with a like, ma with a mask on baby Jesus. With a mask on baby, <laughs> you saw that, right? The mask on baby Jesus and yeah. mom and dad. You know, uh, so that's hilarious. Yeah, uh, it is. It, one of the biggest things that Fauci said this past week that the Christmas was the one that actually. Uh, made the most headlines but he said something where he said if you're a part of society and I, I wish i had the recording but i didn't prepare it um he said if you're a part of society then you're going to have to give up some freedoms to be a part of this society for the greater good yep dude that's this, the line in the sand bro it is this is the line in the sand we actually fundamentally disagree with you yeah. Sorry. Well, and anyone that is pro-freedom, pro-God, pro-liberty, that is against communism and doesn't want the New World Order and World Economic Forum to actually implement everything that it is planned, um, yeah, we disagree with you. And that's really what, again, this is really what it comes down to. It just comes down to the, the clear difference of ideologies and what we want for the world. You have a bunch of, you have the capital, speaking of Hunger Games, you have the capital that wants to have this world globalist, one world government where they control the banking system, they control every the food system, they control everything, and they want District 12, and, and the United States is District 3, and the UK is District 6, and this is what they want. They want to control everything. 
This is about power and control. And the only way it works is if the people are run by fear. Um, and that's what COVID created. COVID created this, this mass population that literally they are run by anxiety, fear. They think the unvaccinated half the nation now is literally the reason why people are dying. <laughs> it makes, it doesn't make any sense. Um, with that being said, we're going to about to bring on, bring on Angela. So what we've been doing this past week, I started three or four days ago was a series. We we're doing this this entire week for, on our speech without fear, Instagram lives. And we're dedicating, um, our podcasts, our lives, everything to, and we're calling this from hero to fired. And, um, the way this started is I shared, we, you know, we started this last night on our Instagram lives with Ivan. Uh, he was, he was an ICU nurse. And then we also brought in Jake, who's out of Ohio, Ohio, who still is waiting for, to re get his contract renewed because he doesn't have the, the jab as well, the vaccine as well. And so I shared Ivan's story on Instagram. Um, he sent me a story, posted the picture and so many responses and so many messages I got and my, you know, I lost my job too. And so I started receiving more and I started posting them. And Angela was one that reached out to me after the third or fourth post, I believe it was on Saturday or Sunday. And she sent me this recording and guys, we've been, again, citizen journalists. What did James O'Keefe just do? He exposed Pfizer by recording, secretly recording these corporations that are run by communism. And they are run by COVID money. What did Christian Walker do? Why is Christian Walker about to have a huge case? Because he secretly recorded, like right away, he knew he was about to, he already knew what was happening in the moment he started getting the phone call. What did he do? He's pull, he pulled out his phone, started recording. If he did not record, a tweet won't, a tweet is not going to uh, get the message across nearly as much. We've been talking about this. So when things start happening, you start recording. The only reason why I even have a platform right now is because I thought about recording on January 6th when I was in DC and I had a completely different narrative and my video showed completely different than what the media said. And so Angela knew that she was about to get fired and they were not going to fire her in person. They, didn't, they weren't man enough to fire her in person. They wanted to fire her over the phone because they know that everything that they're doing is 100% wrong and they're embarrassed to do it. So Angela um, recorded this of her, and I would, I'm going to play this recording real quick so you can hear. Um, the, this is the, the exact recording of when her boss and her job fired her. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play this recording, then we'll, we'll introduce Angela. I'm here with uh, Angela. Okay. So, as long as she understands, uh, she has an assignment tomorrow. If she doesn't want to do that, she can leave at the end of today. Give her a termination letter. She's on. Give her a, she's a, I'm here, right? You're on speaker with you. Okay. So, yeah. if, uh, if you're providing an assignment tomorrow and you don't feel you can do it, then you can leave at the end of today. Just leave Steve with your badge and your keys. Okay. And, and can you uh, just let me know why I'm being terminated? Can I hear from your mouth why I'm being terminated? Sure, for non-compliance with New York State law. For what? 
for refusal to get the vaccine. Okay, and how do you feel about telling people that their career is over and that they're no longer going to have an income due to a forced vaccination? Did you fight for us? Did you fight for I, the people I who don't no, want the vaccination? I have, zero, I have zero say in this matter. You had zero say because nobody stood up and stuck up for us. That's why you had zero say. Nobody said anything. Nobody fought for us. Every day last year, we were put into a situation we had no clue what we were getting ourselves into. And now we're being told we can't even have an income. And you want me to come to work 4,000 miles past a fucking oil change that cost me $130 with bald tires and no income. That's what you're telling me. That's what you're telling me. You're not going to engage because you're wrong and you're not a man because you did this over the phone. You did this over the phone instead of telling people that worked through the entire pandemic. You told them over the phone. Oof. Man. Cowards. Cowards, man. Cowards. So, Angela, good to have you on. Hi. Yeah. Man, that is tough to listen to every single time I listen to it. Um, well, First of all, thank you. I mean, you literally did what me and Ross been talking about on our lives and our podcast for the last two weeks is, you know, we're at a place now where you can't negotiate with tyranny. You can't negotiate with communism. And the only way that we can win back this country is if we begin to expose it. And talking about it is one thing, but it's a whole nother thing when you actually can, you have the receipts, you have the recordings. And uh, I just want to say thank you for being so in, in the place where you're like, you know what? I know it's about to go down. I'm going to record this because I already know that this needs to be exposed. Um, but real quick, tell your story about your job and what it was like working during the pandemic. Yeah, give me the deets because I've, I've avoided hearing about it until now so I could hear yeah. it from you. Um, so I was actually going through some photos and videos this morning, um, you know, screenshots from my boss. And just I started this job probably a week and a half before – the pandemic hit and basically when it did we were just told we don't know anything we don't know what's going to happen we don't know details about this virus but you have a job to do and you need to go do it and we weren't given an option but we were given one n95 mask for four to six weeks at a time and little like little to no ppe um sending us directly into rooms with covid patients not knowing what was going to happen um it was extremely scary. I had no idea what I was walking into. Um, but as time went, you know, you start to see things for what they were. And the situations that were created were created because of how they went about dealing with things. Um, I did swabs twice a week for work um, by the same person, actually, who fired me. He's a foot doctor. Um, wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you, so you worked, you worked with the, the gentleman that was just on the phone that mm -hmm. fired you, Ray, I think that was mm -hmm. his name. You worked with him and throughout the, throughout the week, you saw him in person. This isn't like some guy just like, hi. I mean, the you, only time I saw him was for the swabbings. He, okay. he's an, in the office guy. I'm sure he does. I don't know exactly what his day to day is, but, um, our office was kind of satellite cause we did home care. Uh, nursing homes in the morning and then we would go to patients homes that were sick and elderly that couldn't get out so um, yeah twice a week we were getting swabbed by him um, then 
after a couple of months of doing that, we actually started swabbing ourselves um, <laughs> because they didn't have time to swab us. Wow. Um, yeah. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> then we went from N95 to the regular masks. Did, did um, you act? Oh, did you really swab yourself though when they gave you the responsibility? <laughs> You're like, I digress. Um, uh, you I, just, you just say yes. Just say, just say, just say yes, yes. Angela. I did. Just say yes. I did. I did. Okay. I didn't start Good. fighting the swabbing um, until I started. You know, I was getting a lot of headaches. My nose was stuffy. I couldn't breathe. Um, my nose was constantly runny. Um, then I started to look into why a sterile swab that should have nothing on it would burn after it leaves your nostril um, and found out some things about that. Um, then there was talk of, as of late, um, I think it was probably around June or July when they started talking about mandates. So I really wasn't that worried at first because I was like, there's no way, there's no way this is going to happen. <laughs> there's right. no way we did all of this and we were called heroes for them to say you're not going to have a job because you're going to cuz you're not getting a shot that there is no studies being done on <laughs> um so then i think it was mid august i started getting together my religious exemption and my medical exemption um i did have a doctor's note um from a physician that i'm seeing uh for a clotting disorder uh, he wrote out the doctor's note stating that I do have abnormal APS serologies. I'm in the middle of a series of test studies for a clotting disorder. And being that the COVID vaccine has a known side effect of clotting, it is not recommended that Angela receives the vaccination. I submitted both medical and religious on the 3rd of September. Um, my religious exemption was denied almost immediately. I would say within a week. Um, and then they actually, about a week and a half before we got fired, I guess some people were re-entering um, their religious exemptions because of the court case in New York, the injunction. Um, some hospitals di did accept religious exemptions with the court case, but Northwell, for whatever reason, their agenda um, is to have 100% vaccination rate throughout so they can guarantee their patients that they're being treated only by um, vaccinated people. Um, oh. they never responded to my medical. They, oh, they denied. No, so they, they, just, they were they were just like, we don't even want you. Well, th there was an application that was submitted to be submitted with the exemptions. I refused to fill out the exemption. HR had called me after I, um, I have fax confirmation and I scanned and emailed them as well that they they received both of my exemptions. HR right. called me and asked me to fill out the form, and I told them, I'm sorry, but I'm not going to sign something agreeing to being put on to unpaid leave. Right. So they're like, okay, we'll put a note on your file. No problem. Then I get an email from Employee Health Services stating that I need to fill out the form. I said, as per legal counsel, I'm not going to sign something stating um, that I'm going to be agreeing to be put right. on unpaid leave. Right. So no response, no response ever on the medical um, August, uh, September, was it the Friday before last? So it was that September 24th, all the management in Northwell that were unvaccinated were fired. Wow. Um, and then our boss told us not to worry. We have at least four more weeks. Well, Wednesday came along. I, as I have been working crazy hours over time to get, what was the percentage in. of managers that were there that were unvaxxed or whatever? What, how many, what, what percentage of the 
hospital well, would you 12, say? Well, 12 from just our hospital, but Northwell put out a statement saying that only two dozen managers are ac- across New York State, which is 70%. Northwell is 70% of New York State's healthcare. Um, they're telling us only two dozen. So if, only, if 12 have been fired from my hospital alone, there's no way that only two dozen in management were terminated, or as, as they say, exited from the system. Mm-hmm. Um, not only that, but it just it, it makes me so angry that these people that are vaccinated, that knowing we knowingly know that they can still contract, transmit, and get yep. COVID, <laughs> are able to go into places without a mask on because they were vaccinated, that are able to go treat patients without a weekly COVID test, I get tested every week. You know wow. I don't have it. Yeah, you know exactly. I don't have COVID. So if, if it was me being treated, I would feel safer knowing that you were tested and you don't have it. And you're not bringing that into my home. You're not bringing that into nursing homes. Um, we, ought so, to just become, we ought to just become Nazis about that whenever we interact with people around us that are vaccinated. We'll be like, but do you have COVID? You know, like how, you can't come inside. I'm so sorry. I have to do this to you, but you can't even come inside unless so you have it. I have a test because you spread it just like everybody else does. Yeah. I don't know where you guys I just, just went. Oh, we, just still, help we, with that. we still hear you. We still anyway, hear keep you. going. Sorry. Just it's yeah, okay. keep going. You're good. Um, I mean, and this is again, nothing makes sense. This is not, this is clearly not about our health. Um, you have Christian Walker. <laughs> Did you have any of the managers be like, yeah, you're kind of right. Like we really did use you guys during the pandemic and now we just fired you. This was wrong, but um, I'm still part of the machine. Well, my, one of my immediate supervisors was fired on the 24th. Then on Wednesday, I had skipped my lunch break because I worked right through and I left a little early. Um, and 10 minutes after leaving, I had gotten a phone call from my coworker saying that we just got a call from Ray saying that our last day would be Friday. Um, there was only about three of us left in the office that I'm in, um, that weren't vaccinated. One immediately went and got her shot. The other one Mm. is, um, no longer employed. Um, but I was like, I'm not, I'm not doing this over the phone. I texted my boss, Steve, and I said, Steve, he has to, he has to come fire me to my face. This isn't right. He knew, he knows it's not right. He's vaccinated. He knew it wasn't right. He did feel bad, but at the same time, that means nothing to me because nobody did anything to say this isn't right. Yep. I mean, vaccinated or not, people could have gotten together and said, this isn't right. Last year they were heroes. Last year they went into these places not asking a question to give patients care. And and here we are saying, oh, yeah, nobody is taking accountability. When I got that phone call, it's everybody you talk to is, uh, um, uh, it's out of my hands. It didn't come from me. Well, who did it come from then? Because I want to talk to the person it came from. I want to talk to the person it came from. So Wednesday, he actually did try calling my cell phone from the hospital. I did not answer. I was hoping he would have left a voicemail. Did not. Thursday, um, after I was done with patients, I went to the office and I knew, I knew it was coming. So I had my phone ready, and I and I really wanted to say so much more to this man. But I, it, it, the emotions took over me so quickly. <laughs> yeah. And and it was just, you know, you know, it was coming, but it doesn't make it easier. It, it didn't make any of it e- easier. It well, was yeah, like and, a and, complete and you could slap hear, in the face. And you could hear it, hear the emotion in your voice from from this. Yeah. Um, and did you? I mean, did you feel? 
I mean, even from working, did you ever, you know, working with other people that were vaccinated, not, not vaccinated, did you ever feel discriminated against or people sort of oh, look at you weird? hundred percent, a hundred percent. Um, in the beginning of August, we received an email stating that if you were not vaccinated, you were um, able to contract the three mucosal membranes. So only the unvaccinated had to wear goggles. But they sent that out at like the end of July, beginning of August. So they give us like two week time frame. So I guess in that two week time frame, we weren't able to contract it through our eyeballs. But as of <laughs> August 16th, <laughs> um, we had to wear goggles. And yeah, I had people that uh, I would talk to in the hospital that wouldn't even look at me. I had people tell me I was selfish, I was evil, um, I didn't care about other people when it's all I do. All I do is care about my, my people, my patients. I didn't even get to say goodbye to my patients. That hurt me worse than anything in the world. Oh. Mm. Um, I do have some um, communication with a few of them, but I didn't get to say goodbye. I was under the assumption I had four more weeks to do that. Um, so I guess maybe that was part of the plan. Um, I was told herd immunity, um, ruining herd immunity. I mean, I've had some people I worked with for the past two years that didn't even text me to see how I was or right. if I was okay or what, what was next for me. You know, it was, it was, it was a wake up call. It was, it was very, very sad. Yeah. I mean, it, it, those goggles were your, were your Jewish star. Yes, exactly what it was. I mean, that's, that's exactly what is happening. And Man, um, and now working working in these nursing homes, I didn't even, I didn't even realize you were working in the nursing homes. And we heard so much about the nursing homes in New York with Governor Cuomo, and you know we've heard the media saying, at least right media, conservative media saying that Cuomo is a murderer because he let this spread throughout the nursing homes. Is that true? Is there actually some facts to that? Or I, mean, what, I what, think you? I think um, Cuomo was part of it. But everybody that allowed it to happen is also part of it. People allowed this to happen. Um, I went into nursing homes every morning. I had, like I said, the same mask on, which is absolutely disgusting. Um, I Doesn't had one sense. paper gown per unit that I, I had to wear. And I went into every patient's room with the same gown on. These people were not changing gowns per, for every time they had to go into a patient's room. I mean, one of the facilities I went to had three floors, and by the end of it, one entire floor was emptied because so many people had passed away. They weren't oh letting them God. go to hospitals, um, and you know, a lot of old people have poor circulation. They're sitting in. Thank you, Mama. Um, they were sitting in rooms with their heat up to ninety-five degrees. Oh God, please take these animals. I'm sorry, guys. Are oh, you um, fine? We're doing this live right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> my, my laptop is dying. So we had to bring. Can you just plug that in down there, baby? Um, they they allowed it. Nobody said this isn't right. This shouldn't be happening this way. I mean, these people were dying without ever without seeing their family members at the end of their lives. I mean, it's Ugh. sad. It's sickening. These people died alone. They wow. died. They died without any of anybody they knew around them. Half of them confused to begin with. So, um, Dude, that is so it was evil. very, so, very hard to watch. Yeah, this is, this is evil. This mm -hmm. is, this. yes, it, it really is. All that, all that's needed for evil to thrive is for good men not to do, to do nothing. Mm -hmm. I'm really realizing that the more this thing's been going is because it's not like, 
It's not like these massive, like, okay, guys, next week we're going to try this new infringement on your rights. And so everybody on the conservative conservative side gets a chance to be like, let's prepare to defend against this. Mm-hmm. It's just happening. Right. And then, and then it's like, oh, we have to respond now to what's, what's just happened. And the litigation is two years away from being finalized. So we've got two years of them doing really wrong stuff that whole, and I think they're thinking they can probably bring the whole entire ship down within that two years before anybody can do anything about what's been happening. And, uh, yes, everybody needs to stand up now. If you see it happening, stand up now. I mean, I've been very vocal about this since pretty much week two of everything. And, and all I've gotten the entire time is you're crazy or conspiracy theorist. And here we are almost two years later. And everyone's like, you're right, Angela. This is, I mean, I was living it and I was telling people and they just still didn't want to believe it because they have mainstream media brain, brainwashing them. Yeah. They're, they're feeding them all this BS and it's not true. And I don't think all those people had to even die if they were treated properly. So um, it, it was very sad and it's, it's even sadder that the people that did didn't know what was going on, are now jobless. Yeah. And not knowing what they're going to do. They actually have jobs posted here in New York um, to hire unlicensed medical professionals. Um, 70,000. And they are not, they're free of any legal recourse that may occur. Um, I'm not really sure. Also, um, Governor Holchel has put in place that um, they might bring in the National Guard. Yeah. which isn't mandated to receive their injections until June of 2022. So they're right. going to replace unvaccinated people with... With potentially other unvaccinated people who are shitty at the job. people, right, that don't do yeah. what we do. Right. So, but they're, but they're under compliance, though, with the government, and that's what they want. They want compliance right. above health. Oof, that's what it is. That is. You're right, because they can control them. Jordan, put that mic to your face. I said, no, that's exactly what it's about. They can control them. It's not and, about science. It's about compliance. Yeah. No, it's, it's so true. Well, I mean, as we begin to wrap this up, I mean, w- what would you say to someone? Because, I mean, there's a lot of people, one in your scenario. What are, what are you going to do? What, what are your plans from here? Because there's um, a lot of people. I'm not pe- sure. <laughs> yeah. It's so um, new. I would really like to dedicate myself to this, to educating people on what's really going on. Unfortunately, I have to survive. I am on my own. So I'm not sure how long I can do that for. Um, But thanks to you, I got to see how many people feel and know what I know. And there's such a large community um, behind us. I felt alone for a very long time and I don't anymore. So I would like to tell people that there isn't a reason to be afraid that speaking up is the only way that change is going to happen. Change cannot happen without change. And change is super uncomfortable, but it's necessary for growth. And the only way we're going to ever get better as a country, because this is unbelievably terrible, what they've done to society between all of the rifts they put in between, um, you know, political differences, sex, race, religion, all these different things. and, And none of that should really matter when it comes to our freedom. So speak up, talk yeah. about it, talk to everybody, talk to your neighbors, talk to the person in the grocery store next to you because knowledge yes. is power. Yes. I've been doing that a lot. People in the grocery stores, I'll just be like, this is stupid. Here's why. 
Because I'm so I'm so annoyed by it. Every single time I see it, I go, "Don't you guys love it when you see somebody with like a nice designer mask, which means they've definitely worn it for longer than the appropriate 20 minutes before it's worse than wearing no mask at all." I wonder if they're on day seven with that mask, or whether it's like day day two, or we're nine hours in, or what for this inefficient nonsense that everybody's cooperating with because it's awkward if you buck the system. We're all just doing this dumb new thing that none of us agreed to. What about the gloves in the stores? They're touching everything. They're touching I, n- I never They're got touching the their gloves. face. They're touching the keypad for the credit card. Like, what? <laughs> I try to understand the gloves when it's like, yes, yeah, so you see someone, they're doing all this, and then they touch their face, and then they touch us again. I'm like, what's the difference if you just, your hands versus the gloves? But again, this, nothing makes sense anymore. We're in a world right now where we're firing nurses and medical workers professionals and teachers and doctors and physicians on the east coast and the west coast and now starting all across the entire country we're firing them and then replacing them with other unvaccinated national guard like new york city we are living in a world right now where christian walker is losing after he paid seventy thousand dollars for his school he is now being he is going to be forced out of his school even though he's doing his school at home and they want his vaccination status 100 percent of his schoolwork is online and One. they want his vaccination status dude i mean please Screw these tyrants bro please tell me this is about health and, and it's not but we need more people like christian we need more people like angela where they um and we need more people like you listening that when you guys are we're all going to go through this. This is nurses and the medical workers. This is just the start. I mean, mm-hmm. what's next? Airlines, pilots. We uh, just heard American Airlines is now going to require. We already know United Airlines is doing it. Um, next Southwest. is the pilots, Southwest Airlines. Um, well, they had to get all those subsidizations or whatever, subsidies earlier on in the COVID relief package because they knew that eventually one of the first ways they'd probably start slapping all the citizens with these nonsense things are we're going to use the airlines first and they're all going to lose business for a little while so i bet you there was a deal in there yep you know you guys saw about that 2019 surge in pcr tests right from china that they were like just selling or buying like just tons of pcr tests in 2019 it's like oh yeah what's that for I actually showed uh, Jordan a video about the pcr test being confirmed to test positive for the regular flu as well um, and we'll they're talk actually about, yeah. supposed yes. So talk about that. They're actually supposed to be discontinuing them um, by the end of the year, um, but I did put a recording on my Instagram, and you clearly hear the nurse that's swabbing me. The swab was my last swab with Northwell on nine twenty seven, um, and she confirms that it does test positive for both COVID and the regular flu. Um, she told me she is not sure how they differentiate between the two in the lab. And she also confirmed the fact that these swabs are being sprayed with ethylene oxide, which if you look into what ethylene oxide does, if the repeated exposure is uh, extremely dangerous. Um, And that's that could be found right at the, you know, your fingertips. So like who is the genius that in their when they're developing this swab? Like, we're going to put this because this is beneficial to the human brain. Like we need to have this on the swab so that we we know uh, well it's supposed to be how they clean things like they for surgical steel and crap like that they use the same type of thing 
And apparently it's not bad for you if it's in a certain setting or whatever. But mm -hmm. what they're saying is when they sprayed these little swabs or whatever, that the setting that it's not dangerous in changes when that's placed into your nose or something like that, because maybe the temperature or the moisture or something like that creates the environment where it is dangerous to have it. Is that right, Angela? Does that sound right? Yeah. Yes. And when you're getting your, your brain swabbed one to three times a week. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I would say that's repeated exposure for almost two years. Dear God. Um, that's so crazy. Yeah. It's pretty sad. Oh, and New Yorkers, I don't know about other states, but we are not getting any type of income at all. There's no unemployment. There's no food stamps. There's no housing aid. Wow. No and they were, they were giving that away faster than they could even think over the last two years. And then now when it's actually like, this is kind of unfair because you're violating religious and medical exemptions of people going, I seriously fear for my life. Yep. If I do this and you're violating them and then not paying them, if that's not force, I don't know what is. They actually yeah. ended the COVID relief and actually, punishment. I believe $300 a week that they were paying out the first week of September, right after the mandate um, came out. So it, it was all, they knew what they were doing when I came to this. They knew exactly what they were doing. Northwell yeah. also bought out the company that all of my patients have been pushed to. Um, most of my patients don't know this except for the ones that contacted me about it, but Northwell bought out the company that they're now sending those patients to that bill out more for the same services they were receiving with us. So Northwell does not go without money in their pocket. Wow. Um, everything yeah, it, was definitely planned. Yeah. This is planned. It's happening all over the country. And the longer that we comply, the longer it'll last. And, uh, but it, it, it is good to see we're seeing people starting. I mean, New York's popping right now, these protests. And uh, there's, there's a good group that hopefully they, they, keep, they keep getting bigger and bigger. And they're going to as nurses. I mean, you fire 70,000 nurses without, without uh, whether it's pensions, whether it's unemployment. You're basically saying, get the vax or we are going to screw and ruin your life. That is, that is what they're saying. Um, and... Hopefully these nurses and these physicians and all these teachers that have been fired. Well, the the annoying part students. about this whole thing is that it, it seems like it's not coming from like the people that are in control of the, of the country right now are not interested in it actually thriving. And I think we all know this. It seems more to be true that they're okay with any result from what they do because they've, it seems like they've been given explicit information to, rush whatever plan that was pre-orchestrated through as fast as possible to the speed in which you don't think there will be public outrage. Right. So, Cause that's how fast it seems like it's coming is however fast they can get all of these things done. And it almost seems like they don't mind if it does create a massive, massive problem because what happens Well, you've got one side versus the other side, they fight. I know one thing China surges on, while we all fight with each other and we all know who paid a lot of money to the Bidens. And so it's like, I feel like there's a win no matter what for every other country that's watching the, the global network is going, it doesn't matter what happens. They're so distracted by nonsense in the U S that in two years we'll be the superpower and there'll be nothing because our GDP is going to be cut in half because of all the terrible policies that are being seemingly intentionally put into play. If you were a CEO of a company and, or, 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 or a just hired CEO to a company and you were supposed to run the company in a way that at least didn't do damage, like as if you could say that Biden's doing, 
This CEO came in and did the opposite of that. And they're like, I know that last year this company made 500 million and this year I'm okay if it only makes 5 million, but there's no one for them to answer to yep. because the votes are rigged. Yep. No, so it's like, it's almost like it doesn't matter. And it's like, well, we'll see. Let's see how mad the people get. No, Let's see how much true. money can be taken from these corporations and how long they'll be okay with that. You know, but it's going to be a long and dirty fight. That's where we're at. Well, Angela, thank you so much for for uh, coming on here and sharing your story. Thank you for thank speaking you for out. Um, if people want to find you, we're going to put, we are going to put uh, your Give, Send, Go. We had you, I, I told my, create a Give, Send, Go account. We I know that people are going to want to support and give to you. We're going to put that link in our description. So if you want to support Angela, because um, she's, she's on the front lines of this, and she's not just... Uh, sitting at home whining about it. She's on the front line. She's telling her story. She's speaking out. She's now doing interviews. And and this is what we need. We need citizen journalists and people that will step out, uh, push through the fear, be courageous, and do something about it. So, Angela, thank you so much. What's your Instagram handle for people that are listening so they can find you? Munchkin underscore 828. <laughs> Munchkin, M-U-N-C-H-K-I-N underscore Eight two eight. Yes. All right. Perfect. So you guys could follow her there. Angela, thank you so much for, for joining us. Thank you. Um, Ross, man, dude, what a story. What yeah. a freaking story. I mean, story. it's got teeth, dude. These actions have teeth. There's real victims to it. <clears throat> There's but, real victims to it. And, and the thing is, is this has to leave the realm of ideas and go into the realm of problems. Like, Oh, there's a weird idea called like cancel culture to people that are unvaxxed. And it's like, no, that's not an idea. Like yep. 70,000 people just lost their ability to feed their family because yep. they wouldn't comply with the government. Then yeah. they also lost like the people that resist the government all just lost their like buying power as a collective whole. Yep. The 70,000. Like, I mean, so I know one thing, they aren't going to be funding any politicians, those 70,000. I mean, to think, Why? though, that they're not even giving them unemployment. Yeah. I mean, it's just like, screw you. We don't care that you risk your life over the last year and a half. When, when me, when, bro, when I was hand sanitizing my groceries and hand sanitizing my steering wheel because I didn't know what the heck this thing was and I was freaking out. And while the rest of the world was freaking out about this virus that nobody knew about, you have people Angela, like Angela yeah, that went in, in on the front line and saying, you know what? I don't even got the gear. I don't even got the mask. I'm wearing the same dang, dang mask now for six weeks or two months. And we're going to go in there and we're going to do our job because it's what we signed up to do. And how does the government, how does the government come in, uh, repay them? You're fired. And on top of that, not only are you fired, no unemployment. And for the nurses, you're losing your license. In this state, you're only going to have your license if you're vaccinated. That is, I mean, this is called tyranny. You don't negotiate with tyranny. You speak out. You have to have courage. And if you're someone that you are on the verge of losing your job and you know it's coming, have your phone ready. Record yeah. it. Good expose word. it. If you don't want to expose it, send it to us and we will expose it for you. We will, we will block out your face. Like seriously, we have to expose this. We need more Angela's in the world. Um, and I'm excited because this entire week, 
Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, or well, today's Tuesday, you're listening to this now, it's at least Wednesday, every night this week on our Instagram Lives, and also on our podcast that will come out on Friday, we are dedicating these lives and these podcasts to heroes that are now fired on Friday's podcast. When it comes out, we're having a fireman, Josh, that was recently fired. For, he worked for the Beverly Hills Fire Department. He's going to be coming. Uh, he's also going to be on the Instagram Live tonight sharing. So if you're listening to this, you can listen to it. If you, uh, you can listen to it on our Instagram. But this is what we're doing. Um, again, if you want to support Angela, you can click on the link in our, in our description for this podcast. And if you want to uh, check out our new community platform that we just put out, speaktruthwithoutfear.com. Click on the red community button at the top, and you can click on where it says community uh, recap. And it's a recap, 10-minute recap video that I did where I talk about the platform, also our last community meeting. We'd love to see you in there. Um, we're still in that soft launch modes, but we'd love to have you part of what we're doing. And it's also one way that you could support Speak Truth Without Fear. Uh, with that being said, Ross, you got any final thoughts before we end today's podcast? Stand up now. Don't wait. Stand, Stand up. up now. The second that you feel you, the second that you smell it, you get as much attention to it as you can. You get every person that's working with you to pay attention to it. You get their families out there to meet out you everything you can. Right now, you <clears throat> in, in a wise situation where your life may be in the balance at a certain point, at some level. You eventually have to go, oh, we're fighting and act like it's a fight. I'm saying, even though your defense mechanism might not be triggered yet, pretend that it is and defend yourself at a level 10 instead of a level three like you've been doing. Now is the time. Upgrade your defense mechanisms. Pretend this is a 10. They are coming for you. It's better that you think that way than be surprised about it. They're firing us. They're censoring us. They want you to fear what they do not fear because they want to control you. We'll see you guys on Friday. Love you guys.